Welcome back to the podcast, Grant. Nice to have you back. But I must admit that Dad and I had fun a couple of weeks ago talking about presidents. I learned a few things. Hope you had to listen. Yeah, sure. In between my frequent trips to relive my lunch, I made sure to listen. But I am glad that you and Dad took over. Thanks for making it happen for me. No problem. For all of our listeners, don't forget to tell your friends and share the podcast. I know Dad is working hard on a lot of stuff and we want to grow so we can help more people learn about money. Got that right. You know, when I was sick, I could only think about one thing, getting outside and getting going. This weekend, it hit 70 and it was sunny. All I could think about was spring break. Me too. It is March and I'm excited because we have spring break as well as our class trip to Washington, D.C. Dad just booked a few days in Orlando with Glenn and the twins. I think those annual passes to SeaWorld and Aquatica are really going to pay off. We'll get real sunshine jumping killer whales, roller coasters, water slides, and possibly that water ski training facility. Maybe a dive too. I know mom and dad had a hustle to get it all done. First, they discuss the budget. Then, it's which days, finding the right flights, rental car, hotel, Oreo, and lots of other decisions. I'm so glad I put some money in my budget to cover extras. Me too. Not exactly sure what I need, but it's always fun to have some walking around money. Yep, enough for a drink or food, a gift, and just in case, get us back to the hotel if lost. Good point. We're going to see and do a lot. Good thing our school made a budget for D.C. But it did come at a cost. We have to be at the airport by 4 a.m. I know that has to save money. Who wants to get up that early to take such an early flight? Picking off times can be much cheaper. Well, we didn't have a choice. Setting the budget and working within the guidelines is key. It definitely takes a bit of planning. For DC, we must have gotten the kid discount, but it can be expensive. An average seven-day trip to DC is about two grand for one person. If you count flights, hotels, food, entrance fees, and more, you have to budget it since there are some really cool places. Plus, you can overspend so easily if not watching things. I know Dad would love to tour the U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing in D.C. You can actually see millions of dollars being printed as you walk along the gallery overlooking the production floor. Funny enough, when it's open, it's free. I guess they don't take any money when they can print as much as they like. However, due to the pandemic, it said it's closed. Bummer. I read the $1 bill is the most common bill in your wallet at 31%, followed by the 100 at 26%. I'd like to see a few more hundreds in my wallet. They actually shred about $100 billion of bills a year when they get old. A 100 lasts about 15 years, while the 50 stays alive only 4 years. The $20 bill is actually retired after 8 years, but it's surprising to me that the $1 bill lasts 6 years. I would have thought that it was used more, crunched up, twisted, exchanged, sat on, and it just abused more. George takes a beating and keeps on ticking, I guess. I came across some other info about DC because we're going to all these great places. This may not be a shocker, but it seems like the US government may not be able to budget very well. That seems right. The Lincoln Memorial was budgeted for $2 million and cost a mere 50% more to finish at $3 million over 100 years ago. It was refurbished five years ago for around $20 million. If you want to reflect, the reflecting pool was originally built almost 100 years ago and was redone for $34 million a decade ago. So there's some serious money in the monuments we'll see. Good thing they have the Bureau of Engraving and Printing right down the street. Nice one. They can just print more. How about we name some other places we can go? United States Capitol and Capitol Hill. National Mall and Veterans Memorial. The White House. Washington Monument. And more. We're going to have a lot of fun. Do you remember when Dad said the White House in Argentina is a pink house called the Casa Rosada? I didn't believe him and looked it up. 
It's true, and it's where Juan and Avita Peron addressed the masses in the late 40s and early 50s. Don't, Don't cry, cry for me, Argentina! March always makes me think of the saying, Beware the Ides of March. Did you know it was made by the famous William Shakespeare? That's the guy who wrote To Be or Not To Be. Yep, so what is the question? The Ides of March was really a reference to the first new moon of a specific month. It had a pretty big reference to money, too. It was time to settle your debts. I know. It included the seven days preceding the Ides. Debtors who could not pay their debts considered the Ides to be very unlucky because they were thrown in prison or forced into slavery. Ouch! That wouldn't be fun. It wasn't very lucky for Julius Caesar, either. A2, Brute? You got that one right, but it can be very lucky if you plan spring break well. With your current finances in mind, you can always make it affordable and don't need a five-star hotel. We'll stay at Glens in Orlando, which saves money. Take cheap flights and off hours by being flexible, and we can use the $200 we earned from our new credit card. We're checking off all the boxes. That's what it takes, but it can be hectic. We have to remind Dad to relax, as it sometimes pushes him to the edge. His friend Jason had a great situation when on vacation skiing at Big Sky. It was crazy. He was looking at an Airbnb and found a condo for $17,000 a week to share with several families. He decided they'd stay in Bozeman at a hotel an hour away to cut costs. They drive an hour each way. The families would save about $11,000 in Bozeman. Just for fun, he checked Airbnb three days before he left, and the price on the condo dropped by over $10,000. So, they canceled their hotels and took the condo right on the ski slopes. I guess when you're committed to going, you may have a last-minute option. But for someone to decide to go last-minute requires changing their plans and arranging their flights in little time. In this case, three days, which isn't possible for most people. So, the owner reduced the price a ton, and Jason got a great deal. Supply and demand. Demand dropped off when it was that close. That's why tracking flights and getting notifications when prices drop or rise is pretty important. Do your work. There are some surveys that say 2022 spring break travel will reach levels prior to COVID. So if you haven't pulled the trigger, it's time to get on it. The average cost of a trip is up. Domestic trips are around seven and a half days at $4,800 with international trips over 11 days and $5,100. It's so good to see people traveling, and several locations in Florida are up in the top 10. Like Orlando, Miami, and Destin Beach. People are looking for a bit of sunshine for sure. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen while getting plenty of vitamin D. It always makes you feel a bit better, and a little tan makes you look a bit better, doesn't it? Sure does, and best to be safe while having fun. Great stuff. I think it's time to say goodbye. We'll see you next week for more Money with Mac and G. Bye.